you know what that means. Welcome to the David Ashley Podcast. I'm your host, Giancarlo Esposito. An underrated underrated monster if you don't if you don't know who he is. Most of you do. Gus Fring from Breaking Bad. Listen, y'all. I am back. Uh and again, to those listen, first of all, I left you a little too long. I get it. But for all of you who, you know, stuck with me and who uh have listened to um the intro so far, the message, the I'll be right back message. I appreciate you for all of you who have uh asked me about the podcast. Um and when it's coming back, I appreciate you. And for your new listeners, for the new listeners, for, for you know, if you're listening for the first time, um, you know, hopefully I can entertain you for 30 to 50 minutes or your drive to work or, you know, right before your lunch break and your little Zoom, your little Zoom work situation. I, you know, hopefully we can get that in. But um, so today uh, we're going to talk about um, we're going to talk about uh what what you've been up to okay what i've been up to which you know whatever um we're gonna talk about this election god my goodness um and we have a very important relationship question can men and women really be just friends huh i don't know some people say you can't but stay tuned for that and more the david ashley podcast let's go So what you been up to? Listen, we we still in quarantine. We are. Um, I mean, some places aren't. Um, I got a chance to visit my sister in uh, Baltimore, and um, man, and be around her five kids. Listen, you talk about living real life. <laughs> they out there with <laughs> they out there with five of them. Life don't get no realer than than five kids in the house. <laughs> so I had an amazing time. Um, yeah, I had an amazing time. Uh, that was my first time flying. I was a little, you know, I was a little nervous. You know, a friend of mine told me I might have been. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Pay. Pay told me I might have been taking an overboard with the with the face mask and the uh, mask. But you know, I cut one of those out. I had just a re- just yeah, excuse me, just a regular mask and all that. Um, and, uh, let's see, uh, been to, oh, shout out to Nigel, uh, hooked up with Nigel while I was out there. We went, we walked through DC. Let me tell you something, man. Let me tell you something. Every time I walk through DC streets, every time I walk through Washington, DC streets, I say three more, three words. I'm moving here. Listen, the female, the the listen that wasn't a word i make up words my bad the, the energy listen the rhythm i was getting from it's, it's just a different kind of black woman out there i think um i, I just it just feels like I, the energy and maybe it's just cuz you're in a new city but man when i tell you i mean even the women that were like walking by holding hands with another dude <laughs> they were, you know what I'm saying, the rhythm there was something different. I was just like, y'all better quit playing with me. 
shit. <laughs> but uh, anyway, D, you know what I'm saying? Baltimore, uh, Baltimore was great. Um, get there and then don't nobody live in Baltimore. I'm like, damn. Um, let's see what else I've been up to, man. Um, I started this little relationship, um, YouTube. It's on my YouTube channel called Relationshipy. Just put relationship, like hashtag relationship with a Y at the end and you'll find it. I'm just answering uh, Facebook, I mean, uh, relationship questions that I think are uh, pretty interesting. And, uh, you know, you know me, you know, I can riff on anything, man. So check that out when you get a chance, if you get a chance. Um, what else, man? What else I've been doing, man? I mean, oh, shoot. I am, I'm in the process of, so I'm still writing, right? I'm still writing. Um, I'm, I'm still trying to, you know, and, and to tell you the truth, man, this, the challenge, the, the challenge with, you know, your, your time and your work, it's just a, a manage, you, you have to manage your mind, right? If you can manage your mind and uh, then you can kind of figure out what, what you need to do and where you need to go from there. But if you don't manage your mind, that shit, it's a wrap. Cause you know, you always got a reason to, to skip work or, or, or to not do the real work, right? It's your job, it's your nine to five, then it's your five to one, right? So, um, you know, I came here as an actor, but the other part, and now, you know, with um, with the mic, right, it's time for me to, um, you know, expand in those areas that I've already wanted to expand, uh, you know, as far as um, voiceover work. Oh, my God, I've been wanting to do that for years. Shout out to Buddy Lee in Nashville, man. He tried to he tried to put me on it, like, even before I left. Um, and, you know, you know how long ago that was. So that so that gives you that gives you an example of how long it takes people to do things. You know what I mean? When you don't really put your mind to it. So, but hey, we're here. We don't always have a second chance, um, you know, um, but we're here. And, um, I, you know, to tell you the truth, man, it's been weird. Um, I know uh, literally seven people who have died in the last seven weeks. And uh, not to put a damper on it, but it's just like, man, we are living in some uncertain times, man. So, um you know get your get your stuff in order man do what you love <laughs> why wouldn't you you know so that's pretty much what i've been been doing writing um i started making music um and it's the weirdest thing man i like growing up you always want to make music you always think you can you know i'm an r&b head and um you know i'm listening to r&b and you know mostly all i have i mean just going as far back as 2000 you know i remember having like a smaller tape recorder and recording like a reference uh, not a reference track but basically like you know humming a song into a mic like a tape with the small tape recorders um you know for songs that i wanted to record like i was in the studio every day <laughs> but, but this just goes to show you how long i've been having you know ideas of songs i mean for for as long as i you know uh, you know, for as long as I can remember. And uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm at it now. I got the mic. I got, you know, a little, uh, I'm on Soundtrap. Um, I got some Pro Tools, even though I haven't dubbed, uh, dove into uh, Pro Tools yet. I will. Um, there was a little discrepancy, a little, little technical difficulties I was having. But um, so anyway, man, that's what I'm doing. I'm doing, a, um, <laughs> some of y'all saw uh, the work I did with Tronzel. 
with Thigh Meat and Cumberbun, two songs that's out now. You can go check them out on my Instagram. <laughs> and um, but yeah, you know, just I'm doing a, a e. I, my dream was to do an EP at forty. That was my that was one of my dreams to do an EP. Period. Uh, you know, not to go out as an artist or anything like that. Although one day I would love to perform with a band. I already got the name of the band. It's called Cadillac Smoke. I've had it for like 10 years, okay? Well, 11 years. I did it like in 09, I thought about it. So um, one day, you know what I mean? But again, I'm just just to, just to uh, you know, and I want to take voice. Oh, let me tell you, um, let me tell you one of the things that's holding me back now, chords. Shout out to Miss Hunt and Hammond, Hammond High. She looked at my, Miss Hunt was like a, a Eartha kit, like long, like um, bohemian, like long dread, like long braids, and she used to take my fingers. You have the perfect, you have the per Marcus darling. You have the perfect, <laughs> you have the perfect piano playing fingers. She used to take my fingers and just look at. It. So anyway, you know, I'm I'm trying to figure out chords on on the computer keys instead of on the keyboard. But we making it happen, man. So right now I got two. Um, maybe I'll let y'all hear. I got two. Um, Two interludes. Every time I sit down to do a song, I get an interlude. Uh, I like Carl Thomas first album, 112 first album. So, um, you know, be on the lookout for that, man. We making stuff happen. Let's get on with the rest of this episode. Let's get it. So, <clears throat> do you know what tomorrow is? Yo, it is the 12 year anniversary of voting in Barack Obama. I mean, as an election day, maybe not on the exact day, you know, but this day, you know, 12 years ago was one of, you know, one of the happiest, you know, most inspired and inspirational time of my life. Like I went to, you know, I had been in L.A. Um, maybe about a year and a half. Yeah, about a year and a half at that point. I remember myself, uh, Herica and myself, um, I went to college with Herica. Um, we went to, um, we went and stood in line for like three hours at, at um, Nor in Norwalk. And, and looking back, I don't understand why we went that far. Because <laughs> Norwalk is like, Norwalk is, you know, it doesn't matter, but Norwalk was probably like 30 minutes away, maybe, to vote. But anyway, you know, we stood out there and we voted. I still got video from that, man. Like, I ain't even have a smartphone back then, but I still have video of, of that day. And one thing I remember from that day is um, I remember being um like right before that time um i remember pat robinson had like this um he had these stickers saying um man it like basically it was like man uh plus woman like a stick figure man plus woman equals family and you know this was at the dawn if you will of my you know like uh separation from religion but it was and I remember thinking like you know what yeah that does equal family and then I kid you not man maybe like um um maybe in um 
And it's funny when I say separation from religion, people think I'm an atheist, which I'm cool. There's nothing wrong with atheist atheism, but I do believe in God. I still believe we were created. It's just that, um, you know, I've said it over and over again. I just think, uh, you know, being born in a in a certain religion makes us go harder than than that religion. Um, I ain't gonna say than it deserves, but it's like I, I just think people should be aware that hey. If you've been dropped in a Muslim family, you'd be going just as hard for Islam, you know? So anyway, <clears throat> I remember having this this thought. Uh, I don't know if it was a dream or a daydream, but whatever it was, um, it was a guy who wakes up, uh, kisses the young lady that he was with, that he woke up with. He goes to vote, then he goes to work, then he comes home to his real family. So the girl that he woke up with wasn't his wife. So I and and immediately I was like, wait a minute, because because I was going to vote against Prop 8, right? Meaning that I was going to vote against the right for gay and lesbian people to be married. But at that moment, I swear to God, at that moment, I was like, wait, so you mean a, a, a you mean an MF can wake up in adultery and then go vote on whether somebody else can get married? Well, vote on whether somebody else is disrespecting the sanctity of marriage you just got up i was like man i wish i would this shit ain't got nothing to do with me man and i voted uh for profit man i don't know whether i voted for or against probate but i voted in favor of gay people being able to get married so um but anyway it's about that time again man and, and listen every four years people try to say hey guys this is the most important this is the most important election of your lifetime. But I honestly believe I honestly believe that this is this is one. If 2016 wasn't, if 2008 was, which it, you know, it was transformative, right? I mean, in a in a moving culture forward kind of way, right? It's something that the ancestors never ever um you know, uh predicted. Um, but something that Martin Luther King and um, Robert um, Kennedy predicted almost to the to the year. And by the anyway, anyway. Um, and listen, I'm going to just say it. we I'm talking around it. I, Trump is I like I wake up. I still wake up a few times a week thinking, nigga, Donald Trump is president. <laughs> nigga, Donald Trump. And, um, you know, it, it's and let me tell you a lesson that I learned. I have extreme disdain for um, for Omarosa. Right. Right. But <clears throat> I have uh, we have a friend in common. And, you know, I make it known to this friend that I don't fool with like I don't F with her. Right. And not that I'm. But but just to let her know, like, yo, don't put me in the same room with her. Don't put me on the phone with her to say, hey, don't put me on face or none of that. And but recently this friend has been going through some trouble and uh, like some 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 real life trouble with uh, a relative of hers. And who helps her? But Amorosa, right? They're friends they, and she helped her. So when I heard that, <clears throat> I mean, I guess I still feel like I feel, but it softened my heart. 
Um, and I just, I realized again, how complex life can be, um, you know, and it, it, it doesn't mean it's changed. I've changed my mind from now wanting to be like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, uh, around her or anything like that, but life is complicated, right? And your friends are who your friends are, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, um, so anyway, that was a, it was a lesson, another life lesson that I learned, but you know, um, so there is Donald Trump. I just, I just don't understand black people voting for Donald Trump. I don't. I don't understand Christians take. I understand white Christians riding for him because ultimately um, white people don't have uh, most white people don't have the burden of um of looking at racism or being the, the victims of racism or being the ones that, you know, have these, you know, microaggressions committed against them every day. Or like the great actor Obobabatunde says, the many uh, character assassination attempts on a daily basis that you go through as a black man and a black woman, you know, from people who just, you know, quite frankly, like, like I had to I had to come to this realization during the whole uprising and all of that. Um, it was just like, oh, you know, as I'm looking at the comment, listen, America is in the comment sections, whether it be YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. Um, I had to come to a conclusion that, oh, it's not about the details of a specific cop murder. Um, <laughs> it's just that they don't fuck with you. That's it. That's it. They just don't fuck with you. They don't fuck with us. That's it. Now, we got some amazing white and other other other, you know, ethnicities. We got some great allies in every race and every corner. Um, but ultimately, it's just like, oh no, they just don't f with us, yo. And we got to come to that conclusion. We have to come to that conclusion. So, you know, ain't no use of arguing with them, but I just don't understand. Trump's not a Christian. Um, I just, you know, w whenever you see a white racist on the street uh, being combative towards a black person or not, not or just a white person, the thing that they use, you know, the card that they use, whether it's a white person storming out of Starbucks after talking to a person of color, they say, nigga, Trump 2020. Like that's their car because they know we don't f with them, and it's like it's like don't tell me that I I only you know don't like I dislike Trump because uh, I'm getting hyped right. Don't tell me that I only don't you know dislike Trump because um, because of the media. Like stop it. If that's your stop it, you sound like him. It ain't because of the media. It's because what the media showed him say. Like I'm not on Facebook posting false. Like, you know what I mean? I understand that all media has a narrative, but I also understand that Fox News was created to demonize the left, right? And those aren't my words. Those are the words of the person who created Fox News. You understand? So that what they do is a brand of news that is that is sprinkled and littered with racism, literally. Now, I'm not saying... Any, there's anything wrong with being conservative because if you really check um, the if you check our likes and dislikes, black folks is way more conservative than than we really you know let on 
But it's just that the left is so, I mean, the right or whatever you want to call it, conservative, they're so close to race, the, to the, to the, they're so close to racism so much that it's like, you know what I mean? So uh, then it makes it hard to kind of, you know what I'm saying, be on their side. But, you know, I'm not, but, but anyway, be a conservative. But for Trump and you black, like, I just don't understand. I just don't understand. I'm talking about the destruction of life. And listen, I can't, like, do you really see, like, it, politicians lie. I get it. But this type of lying from an entire administration, I feel like I shouldn't even have to go through this. But if you're fine with that, like, if you're fine with the complete and total decimation of the truth to where it doesn't matter anymore, if you're fine with if you're fine with a motherfucker like disagreeing with science, G, with science, like you're making fun of Biden for wearing a mask, and he's he's got the biggest mask I've ever seen. What? Do you believe in masks or do you not? At the end of the day, it it may not have saved a two hundred thirty thousand people's lives, but him taking this thing seriously when they found out about it and and some say as as far back as november but definitely in january he knew about it but instead of you know he allowed the misinformation to go forth he he wanted to control the market he didn't want the market to dip right he fired the global pandemic team even before that, and back in 2018, who's put in place to to catch to make sure shit like this doesn't go forth. So while, you know, I don't know if this would have saved 230 thousand people's lives, but but clearly you understand that we could have saved at least a a hundred thousand people if we had one locked this thing down at the beginning or at the very least if we were just truthful about it and i say we as a country but we didn't do that and that and that's listen and that trick you talk about trickle down that trickles from the top it triples that triples trickles down from donald trump and his entire administration whose only concern is to make money and gain power and if somewhere in that you find some Christian principles that makes you comfortable enough to vote for him, then I feel sorry for you. I really do. Because this ain't Democrat versus Republican. And, 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 and miss me with this. Oh, so you think, you think, listen, largely most of our lives aren't going to change. I understand that. I acknowledge that. If it weren't for the fact that it was Donald Trump, a lying racist xenophobe in the white house yo <laughs> this shit is crazy is he even gonna concede yo this is uh this is great video uh it's startling um with um what's my man name um um man my mind is going i can't remember his name. oh van jones i'm sorry uh van jones has a ted talk video it's on youtube look it up where he's he talks about how basically the only thing that keeps us from being like a society that that you know runs the streets every time our candidate loses is the the concession speech right is the candidate calling the other candidate and saying hey succeed let's not make this messy right and that there's a loophole now i think this is a i i don't know i can't say what's a far cry because this is trump 
there's a loophole that's just like, hey, guy, if if Trump does it, can you really see Trump making that call? Even if Biden wins the, the vote on election night, which, you know, I hope so. But it, but if he does, can you really see Biden making that call? I mean, Trump making that call to Biden. Nothing else has been the truth. He's already been setting up. He's already been setting up the lies. He's already said he ain't going to leave peacefully. Well, he's hinted at it because he already doesn't trust an outcome that isn't for him. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, that's that's dangerous. And how are you, uh, you know, claiming to be a decent person? You know what I mean? I don't I don't I just don't understand. I just don't understand. So what we're going to do is uh, what we're going to do right now is go back. <laughs> Not just playing. So um, anyway, um, and, and, and right now for the rappers, um, I, I'm not going to lump Cube in there with, uh, and I, 50's a troll. Cube is somebody who was angry. I saw Cube from the beginning of that. Cube is trying to do something. So I'm not going to let you put your mouth on somebody just doing something when you're at home talking about nothing. Right? Right? I'm, I'm not going to let you do that to Cube. And Lil Wayne, I, look, look. Also, I don't want to, I, I hate when people say, oh, what do you expect? This is what they rap about. Man, motherfuckers rap about this shit because of where they come from. Lil Wayne's, Lil Wayne's from New Orleans, which makes this all the more, you know, weird that he's, you know. Anyway, Trump doesn't care about you. I voted last Wednesday. Um, go vote. Yeah. Hey, so I'm back. Um, went a little long-winded, a little, little longer than I wanted to on the Trump stuff. It's just, man. Some things just baffle me. But you know what I mean? Listen, this is why you got to keep going. Um, you got to hustle. You got to grind. You got to get what, you know, you think you deserve out of life. Um, you know what I'm saying? What's the lyric from Hove? They say, they say when you play with skill, good luck can happen, right? So just put, you know, put yourself, uh, put your head down and uh, prepare yourself for uh, for greatness, right? And, and whatever feel, whatever you're trying to do, manage your mind. So, so check this out. <clears throat> We are at the relationship portion of the podcast um, in which I'm just going to give you a story um, just preceding uh, the situation. So <clears throat> this was, what was this? I'll just say it some years back. And I'm kind of, you know, I'm talking to this girl and she's in Atlanta and, and she's a, um, she works long hours, right? And uh, not not right now. This is years ago. She works long hours. She was a vet, and um, and so you know, in between time, she she would you know send me these pictures of what's happening with these animals, and I'm like, yo, this is wild. You gotta look at this all day. So anyway, I'm getting so the person who hooked it up, you know, I I, I met the girl somewhere, and I you know I hit this other person up who I know uh, uh, knew her. And who I knew knew her. Is that how you said who I knew knew her? And she 
And it was like, bet, because she was asking about me. I was like, bet, let's get it. So we talking. And she she lived in Atlanta. So I, um, I'm getting, I'm getting text message. What the hell? <clears throat> it's 1250 at night, cuz. So now I'm getting, um, so anyway, one of the questions that came back from her was, no, nah, it didn't come to me. It came to dude. He wasn't supposed to. He told me. One of her worries was that, like, I have a lot of female friends. So um, one of her worries was that, like, you know, she's looking at Instagram. She's looking at the pictures. And she's seeing who I'm taking pictures with. And she's just like, you mean to tell me out of all those pretty girls, not one of them likes him? Right? But the way she worded it was like, oh, you know, she was putting like the onus on women. I think mostly, mainly because you know women know each other. You know, and um, so to me, I took that to mean, oh, she didn't trust me. She just trusts, you know, my. <laughs> she only trusts my uh, my opportunities, right? Based on some people. So anyway. You know, there was another situation. Anyway, that didn't work out, clearly. Um, she just couldn't. Um, anyway, I, I'm still a little bitter about that situation. Um, so I'm going to keep it moving before I get into some other shit that I didn't intend to right now. Um, I, one day I'll tell you all that entire story. Matter of fact, I think next time I'm going to tell you all that entire story. Um, how that thing went down, how we met, how it ended. And, uh, you know, and, and listen, y'all got to forgive me if I end up telling the same story uh, twice. You know what I mean? Just charge it to my head, not my heart. These things start to jumble uh, together. And, um, you know, I don't really have a you know, producer. I'm doing all this myself. So uh, it's all good, man. I think, you know, y'all love me, whatever. Um, hopefully. So now, um, also another situation. It's not really a story, but it's just... Uh, one of my best, one of my best female friends, um, she was, um, this was back in like 08. Like we were just, I mean, just thick as thieves, man. Like I, I, I went through a really tough time in 2008, um, with the passing of a few people in my family. Um, and she was just somebody that I had, like we were talking three times a day, like really like on some craziness. And she used to tell me, you know, or we would say like, you know, we gonna have to pull back once, you know what I'm saying? Once we get um, in a relationship, she was like, nah, nigga, I'm gonna have to pull back because she knows how women are. And, and you know, it's gonna be even more if, you know, if the girl is cute, right? If your friend is cute, then, then again, the woman is gonna be like, you know, hey, what's going on here, right? Because women already look at each other like that. You know what I mean? Like, mm, okay. Like, they don't, they already don't trust you. They look each other up and down. It was funny, like, it's a Beyonce lyric in the song. Um, the one where it's like, y'all say y'all on his face like liquor. And she was like, every girl up in here got to look me up and down. And that was cold because it's like, that's just what women do. You know what I mean? So, anyway, this brings me to the relationship question of can men and women really be just friends? Can men and women really um, 
be just friends. I'm going to read you this uh, right quick. As a matter of fact, we're going to treat it. I'm going to do this one. We're going to talk about it, and I'm going to go to a, a, another one. I'm going to set it up for another one, uh, for another question. It, listen, man, it's been a while. I need to get y'all. It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you without a great pod to step to. Uh, so check this out. Uh, and that's Rakim, you know, in case we got some zennials or millennials, whatever you call yourselves. Um, so my oldest guy friend, now estranged, oh, got a new girl and got engaged. I never met her because we lived in different states. So come wedding time, he tells me that he can't invite me. Now, he should have been telling her the entire time about me. And no, there has never been anything going on between us. But am I crazy? Uh. Hmm. Oh, man. So, first of all, First of all, that first first and foremost, that's on old boy. If y'all friends and nothing has ever happened, either he knows that she's jealous and she ain't going for it from the door, or because um, if you don't do anything, it's like what you got to hide, fam. You know what I mean? And I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna veer off a little bit. I think you, young lady, the friend share part are partly to blame for this. And this is why I say if this is your friend, like you say it is, if you're this hurt because you know what I'm saying? That you can't be in the wedding, then excuse me, then how, how is it that you didn't reach out? Right. How is it that you didn't make sure, you know, especially when you saw things getting serious between them, that you didn't reach out, and um, and make yourself no, because yeah, he should do that. But you should also be prompting him to be like, "Hey, guy, let me meet your girl." Different states or not, like you should have been like, "Hey, let let's let me. I want to meet your girl. Let's let's let me at, at the very least to like you know look her up and down. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying if I may borrow a phrase, look her up and down, see if she's worthy. Like you should have you should have been done that." So I ain't going to put this all on him, although it was his responsibility. Yeah, it was his responsibility. He dropped the ball. Both of y'all dropped the ball. I ain't going to lie to you. I mean, because at the end of the day, if you want this to be your friend and now y'all estranged, like, what do you, what do you, like, what do you mean? Y'all estranged, like y'all not friends no more because, uh, you know. I don't know. I think you got to take a little bit more responsibility um, in this case. You do. I mean, I mean, now it's the wedding. Oh, man. He tells me that he can't invite me. Oh, man. Because now I'm wondering, now I'm wondering if you ever talked to the, because clearly you ain't ever talked. No, clearly you've never even talked to the young lady. So, oh, no, it's a wrap. Man, change your name, Saran, because it's rap. Shout out to G Depp. Special delivery. <laughs> My bad, man. I got musical Tourette's. I told y'all. Um, fine. There's been any and nothing, you know, there's been nothing going on. I mean, like, that's kind of hard, man. That's kind of hard. Um, let me read the next one because this kind of goes into that situation. Can women, they just go ahead and ask the question. Can men and women truly be friends? I've been with my guy for almost two years 
and he's done a great job introducing himself. Um, I'm sorry, introducing me to all of his friends. See, there you go. But, and this is another letter, but one of them, he seems to get along with more than the others. Again, she's totally respectful and has never given me any reason to think anything is going on, but I just don't see how they can be friends without being attracted. Um, If, you know, or if anything never happened. But again, man, like, see a lot of this has to do with a lot of this has to do with your insecurities so it may not even have to, anything to do with him right especially if you say they, they've been fine that just leaves you with this this deep this lurking suspicion on and and listen let me say you're not necessarily wrong about it right because it, you know if you're in a relationship like so if i'm in a relationship and there is a young, a friend of mine. I mean, you shouldn't be spending a lot of inappropriate, like one-on-one time. Like, you know what I mean? You you know, I'm going over there, I'm kicking it, we drinking. Listen, men and women are attracted to each other. And and, 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 and we there's a science behind it. There are pheromones, that shit that comes off of me and it just splats on you and vice versa. You know, it could be triggering a smell of a cologne or a perfume. Like to this day, if I smell women's Izzy, uh, um, Izzy, uh, Izzy Miyake, I, my mind goes to a specific place from a woman back in the day. Like it's just, it just depends. And you never know what's going to happen, you know, when, when shit happens, when it hits the fan, right? And, and y'all can be in the same place. So it's not that, not that you're wrong for thinking that, <clears throat> but- the truth is that it really ain't, it's going to sound weird, and it really ain't none of your business unless there's inappropriate contact, right? Unless he's hanging out with her all times of the night and all this other, unless he's going out with her constantly, right? There's trust, and then there's just, because you all you have to do is just trust, right? You make your request known if, if you feel like something's making you uncomfortable, but like you said, if everything's fine, then you ain't really got shit to do but lay back and 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 just you know play your part in a relationship. Like for real, like it, it ain't shit else you can do, you know. I mean, cause 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 listen, you're a woman, so you're skeptical anyway, right? So <clears throat> nah, you you already looking her up and down, you already keeping an eye on it. Cause the truth is, a grown person gonna do what a grown person wanna do, you know. If you somehow, you know. You gonna and also you're gonna you're gonna find what you're looking for, right? And which which isn't always a good thing. I mean, how many relationships, marriages have broken up because somebody was looking for something, looking for a reason to not necessarily looking for a reason to leave, but looking for something to make them angry enough to leave. You know, don't get me started on my whole, you know, fidelity type of deal. I'm, I'm man. People think I'm a swinger, <laughs> but it's because we we've been taught to think about things in a certain way, you know what I mean? And and you know, but anyway, I'll get into that later. I'm not a swinger, you know. I'm just, you know, I uh, I hate the term realist, but I'm just I'm looking at this thing with a a a um, a reviewed mindset. Let's just say that. But um, anyway, hey, lady, good luck with your situation. Man, that's tough, though. 
if he's giving you no reason to think that he's stepping out, that he's fooling around, but you still got a sneaky suspicion. And listen, when I tell you women's intuition is 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 undefeated, wait, well, no, it definitely ain't undefeated, but it's it's in the high 80th percentile, I tell you. And um yeah, yeah. But but this I don't know if this one is intuition. If it is, she didn't express it, you know, in, in the same way. But I think this I think this situation is her just not being able to understand how two people can, you know, how man and woman, you know, if they're attractive and attracted to one another. Because, um, listen, this is, how, this is how it go. Either the man want to beat, right? Either he wants to smash or she wants to be a girlfriend. I think 90% of the time, that's what a man-woman relationship is. It's the man waiting for a slip-up or a cry on the shoulder. <laughs> no, a, a, a vast majority, I think. I, 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 can, I, I I'm stuttering, but I, I honestly think that that's what it is, a vast majority of them. But <clears throat> just because a man is attracted to you doesn't mean that he's waiting in the wings to, to, to pounce. You see what I'm saying? That's why I say there's nothing you can really do about it. You know, but sit there and trust. That's all. That's all. You can't stop it from happening. So you shouldn't even try. I'm not saying stay there and be played by a habitual line stepper. I'm just saying, just do you. All right? All right? So, um, that's it, guys and gals. That is the show. Excuse me. That is my first show back. Um, Listen, man, I know it's getting hard out there, Um, whether it be jobs and kids trying to deal with virtual learning and all of this and, and still try to, you know, attend still try to tend to a wife or a husband or a spouse or whatever um, and give your kids like, man, it's tough out there. It's tougher than I know, right? I'm a single guy without a whole lot of responsibilities. Um, but, you know, all I, all I ask for you to do, not ask, all I implore you to do is to find 10 or 15 minutes, you know, to yourself every day and, um, you know, find something you love, man. Like, for me, sometimes when I watch Martin episodes, it's like, oh, man, it's just the greatest or a different world or, or whatever. You know, find some a song like uh, lately with songs. Man, there's been songs. Um, for me, it's been uh, Tiana Major, Nine. She got this album called Sixes and Sevens. Oh, man. I'll tell you what. She had a song called When We Collide off the Queen of Slim soundtrack, if that sounds familiar. But that and her her redid, um, she takes the music from um, uh, Making Love in the Rain. Can't bring me. Her Albert song. I think Janet Jackson is on the hook, but, but uh, anyway, she takes that song, she makes her own song, uh, put her own lyrics to it. So, you know, check that out, man. You know, um, 
that Nas album is crazy. That Busta Rhymes album is. Listen, I'm gonna tell you about that Busta Rhymes album. It's nice, but if he would have made it 12 songs, it could be a classic album. But uh, you know, the boom bap is there, man. Busta can be considered one of the greats. I don't think you wanna, you know, um, I don't think nobody really wanna step in the ring with him. People ask me like, what you think about uh Ti and uh. T.I. and Busta Rhymes, I mean, they have a few, maybe like five or six hits that overlap as far as like, you know, Buster, you know, from 2001 on, you got Touch It, you got, you know, baby, if you give it to me, I give it to you, you know, Pastor Cavassier, Light Your Ass on Fire, and uh, the, the the joint he did with Chris Brown, so he's got a few, you know what I'm saying, the one it was a, the touch it, bring it back, watch it turn, doom, doom. But like, you know what I mean? Um, I love my baby, yep, yep, I love my girl. Like, so Buster's got some hits that overlap, but, you know, Buster also goes back to, you know, leaders, and that that ugh, that would get ugly. <laughs> what T.I. What gonna play? What T.I. gonna play if Buster Rhymes play Pastor Cavassier? Right? What T.I., no. F. Past, F. Cavassier, if he plays Scenario or the remix, what the hell is T.I. gonna play? the scenario so i think ti did right with dog dodging that um that benny the butcher is crazy um let's see uh anyway man find 15 minutes 10 15 minutes a couple times a day at least once man just to kind of refresh yourself meditate and then you know say find something else that you know that makes you happy you know that kind of re- reinforces or re-energizes you to keep going man uh, I love you. I care about you. Um, listen, listen, you all. Um, strap in. You know, not to you know, be no fear monger, but I think this is about to be a wild. Uh, you know, it could be three months, but hopefully Biden wins. You know, you know, in the early and in, in the night. You know what I mean? And um, hopefully in, uh, enough of America has come to their uh, senses. And voted in another elderly white man. <laughs> uh, you know, so uh, Jim Carrey is killing his Biden on SNL, by the way. My God, this has been a joy to watch. But um, yeah, man. So, you know, strap in. I'm going to get a few more groceries in the morning. I'm going to wake up early and do it. Uh, a few more groceries and then, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to get my walk in tomorrow. And y'all ain't gonna see me, man. You know what I'm saying? I'll be from the bunker doing podcasts, but damn that, man. Shit gonna get crazy. Shit is already boarded up in Hollywood anyway. Like, they started doing that two, three days ago. So, um, you know, I think there, you know, will probably be unrest either way with a win or a loss. Um, but a loss would be devastating. I'm gonna cry in the car. I ain't gonna lie to you. But, you know, listen. Either way, learn how to manage your mind and keep it moving. Um, you know, and just be ready to kind of mobilize in the way that you see fit in the way that's, you know, cool enough for your life. Um, you know what I mean? When it comes to, you got to do that regardless, you know, we're going to have to do that regardless is, uh, you know, so, um, anyway, uh, in closing, I will say every, every moment, every day you have, um, two opportunities. Uh, either you can move forward into growth or you can fall back into comfort. Um, and I pray that you move forward into growth. Um, hey, y'all, that's been the first episode back. 
David Ashley. David Ashley Podcast. I love y'all, man. Let's go. Testing, testing. All right. Uh, just wanted to add a, a little addendum to a um, little, little spot. You know what I'm saying? A little message at the end of the podcast. I was looking at time, so I wasn't um, focused on the stuff I needed to be saying. Um, so <clears throat> I mentioned earlier that I had, you know, um, you know, seven people that I knew passed away. That, you know, that I just either knew growing up or, you know, um, was in active friendship with or just, you know what I mean? It, it's it's a weird thing to have that many people that you know pass away, uh, whether you talk to them or talk to them on a every day or monthly, yearly basis, or even if you haven't seen them in years, you know, uh, it is a weird time that we're going through now. <clears throat> So I just want to honor all of those people um, um, just by saying their names. Um, you know, uh, rest in peace to Pac-Man, to Gabriel Pearson. Um, uh, his parents was really um, uh, good to me uh, growing up. They took me to several baseball games and uh, – um, and they, you know, they were my coaches and they just, you know, they were just somebody that were there that was there for me and, you know, my preteen years. Um, anyway, I, you know, uh, anyway, I'm not going to get into all the details, but Pac-Man, you know, from Hammond, uh, Sammy Die, um, just a, you know, just a great dude growing up, um, number five memories. Uh, he did. He did slice my 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 coat one time at work. <laughs> Feathers went everywhere. I was like, my puff coat, man. I had a puff coat ninety six. You can't do that. Ninety six, ninety seven. Um. Um. Says so Gabriel, Sammy, uh, Pat. Um. Then Barry Scott, who was uh, the first uh, professional to acknowledge me as an actor. He was the first professional to tell me that I had talent. He um, he cast me uh, as the lead in a play. Um, I didn't get a chance to do that play because uh, <laughs> I had just stopped cursing at the time. So <laughs> this is back in 04. So, you know, after just some intense standoffs with uh, uh Mr. Scott, Miss Lamarck, and myself, you know, they decided to recast me, and it was no hard feelings. I understood, but for some reason, that was the stance that I had to take at the time as, you know, as a young Christian, and uh, <laughs> it was wild. So um, uh, then Darlene, Darlene Hannon, man, is a, uh, you know, family friend um, that I've known since I could know things. And uh, shout out to her daughter, Lauren. Um, and then uh, William Rose, man, uh, cuz he was he was family. He was husband of my cousin Angie, but you know he was he was family. <laughs> you know what I mean? After a while, you just people just become family. And um, man, it's 
you know, and then um, the most recent, uh, uh, Cheryl Walker. Cheryl was uh, Cheryl was uh, you know, quite literally the first friend I ever had, you know, outside of family, you know. Her and, and uh, Sister Nikki uh, were the first friends that I ever had. I li- we lived next door to each other from three years, I think, from kindergarten, first and second grade, if I'm not mistaken. So, you know, we heard each other get whoopings <laughs> from across, not across the hall. We lived in separate buildings, but you the, the buildings were so close together, you can kind of hear what was going on. And, um uh, she passed away. What is it? Uh, Tuesday, Tuesday. Uh, so, shout out to, um, you know, to Nikki, her mom, uh, Kyron, her husband, her children, and her grandchildren, and uh, brother Trey, and uh, just you know, class ninety eight. All the people, <laughs> all the people knew Cheryl, and uh, you know. I uh, wish I could be out there with y'all for to to release the balloons, but you know, you know, just wanted to honor my people. Um, anyway, it's tough times out there, y'all, man. Just you know, be safe, be wise, and um, live life while you're here, man. This shit is crazy. So, love you, Cheryl. All right.